Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the people show. Checking the Pulse Rescue Nation brought to you by, no, by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. Today I'm joined by a special guest, Husker great former running back, Mr. Amon Green. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, Adam, man. How you doing? Dude, I'm glorious. Thanks for joining the show. Tell, we're obviously going to talk a lot of Husker football today. But chat me up. What are you up to now? You are an esports coach. Explain to people what exactly that is, how it's going, and you have a podcast as well. Let the fine folks know what you're up to now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm an esports head coach at Lakeland University, and uh, for some of the games, I'm more of a manager because I don't play every game, but I'm, I'm well versed in the game and the strategy. And then other games, I'm hands on, like Madden, of course, and then Halo Infinite. Um, Call of Duty and Valorant because those are shooter games and I kind of good I got a good pace and understanding of shooters and uh, aiming and knowing you know game plan strategic layout of a map and things of that nature so I help my kids manage that um, those game plans and those mindsets going into each match because really going into each match is nothing different than what we face Adam going into a football game you know making sure we have our fundamentals down and obviously making sure whatever the game plan is that they execute the game plan to get the win. So it's not much, you know, difference than setting up for playing against Kansas state or something, you know, during our college career. So that's where, that's what I've been doing for almost three years now. I'm enjoying it, loving it. And uh, we're doing pretty good in spring season. I think last week we went, um, we went undefeated in week three. Um, last week was week three of our C of spring season. So we went three and O from league of legends to overwatch. Um, oh no, actually I take that back four, uh, three and one, and we lost in Rocket League, but Call of Duty we won as well. And uh, so, yeah, teams are doing good um, adapting to one another, adapting to the season. And then, uh, and then, like you mentioned with the podcast, um, I've been doing a gaming podcast for almost three years now. It's a Mon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast. It records and, and it's live on Twitch to, um, on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. And then the, the I say the podcast goes up probably, probably went up late last night or maybe early this morning. It'll be live wherever you download your podcast. And then a football podcast. I finally got in your neck of the woods. I'm doing football, but doing pro football, covering the Packers. And me, I'm a, my one of my old teammates, uh, Mike Wall, who was an offensive guard for us at the time. Very, very great player. Very good human being as well. And um, so me and him, we banter back and forth. So we get an offensive lineman's perspective of gameplay in the NFL um, in terms of the Packers and then also a running back's point of view of how we look at it. And if being former players itself, ourselves, we see the details about a position that if they're winning or losing at that position. And for Mike, I kind of put him on the pedestal because a lot of people, you know, a lot of guys don't get to talk about the, the trench warfare between you guys, like your position, Adam, being a defensive lineman, deep outside linebacker, and the guards and the tackle battles, what really goes on down there from a technical standpoint or from a mental standpoint. So Mike delves, he goes deep into that. So he, I love it when he talks because uh, it's it, I watch the lineman in between individual drills to get my technique down to when I had to do pass pro when I was in Lincoln, when I got to Seattle and Green Bay, and then, of course, down in Houston as well. So it's a fun conversation. And I'll say when you listen, if you're a fan that doesn't know much about football, you definitely get educated in watching and listening to our podcast when it goes. And that was on Mondays at noon when we record and then usually it's up live on the podcast uh, ecosystem around uh, either Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon. Um, but another, I'll say you know, one more thing for uh, Adam. I got to announce. I almost forgot yeah, about that. But uh, a big company called uh, Executive Global Tours. They're doing a Husker trip to the Northwestern game on August 27th. So 
Um, I know I'm a part of it. Kenny Bell, we got the double OG, or Mike Rogier and a few other guys are going, going to fly out early with the team. I'm not with the team, but around the time the team gets there to get ready, acclimated for the game. But then we'll be able to spend time for any fan that wants to be a part of this trip. They could go to executive, executive global tours.com. And then if you give them the, uh, my discount code AG30, then you could get a little discount. And also you could get a dinner. A night out with me and my wife who's going to be along with me on the trip and you know share some of my stories i can share stories with everybody that comes into that trip and uh obviously uses that code to win uh, the dinner um, out with me and my wife during that trip so yeah i'm i'm busy guy adam just like yourself <laughs> so i know I, I know i took a lot of your uh, verbiage right there in time but uh, i i think you're okay with that but um now you can start far and away with your question no that was great i always like guys who come on here it helps me out obviously i hope people enjoy it but also, if you're a fan, check that out. Have the opportunity to meet Rozier and Bell and Amon. Maybe go out to dinner with him and his wife. He's doing a lot of things. Obviously, a big-time gamer, if you didn't know that. Uh, the podcasts are phenomenal. Here's what, here's what I found. and I, I find a reoccurring theme. And, it, and when I'm talking to my kids, it doesn't matter if it's school. It doesn't matter if it's youth sports. It doesn't matter if it's college. It doesn't matter if it's gaming. You even pointed this out. It doesn't matter if it's higher-level athletics. There's... Right. Physical skill sets to go into just about everything I said, but there's basics, fundamentals, and techniques that go into everything. Also, you talked about the mental mindset and the mental approach, which to me gets overlooked so much. And when I look back at Nebraska season last year, and I look forward to the upcoming season this year, and we're hoping they do much better, that goes without saying, I couldn't help but wonder if late in games... And I've mentioned Scott Frost's body language on the sideline. I didn't think it was great. I can't help mm-hmm. but wonder if the mental mindset and body language and things like that had something to do with the late game struggles last year and how that could affect them, hopefully positively this year. What are your thoughts on the end of games last year, the mental mindset, and how that can hopefully change in the future for Nebraska? Yeah, uh, what I, so my observation from that, what I saw in all the games that they lost where it was somewhere between three to six points. That was about the average yep. of those last last second, last minute um, games that basically teetered on an error, you know, one error. And that one error, as we know, can is big. The fumble Martinez had against Michigan on the drive where they could have got a field goal range real easy. They were moving the ball and then lost the ball to Michigan and then game over. They ran the clock out. And then again, a few weeks later with uh, Ohio State. So just to name those few. Um, so it, it, come, it boils down to this. Uh, I said, in my belief, my opinion, I believe it just boils down to focus on everybody's uh, job, you know, from Scott and the coaching staff and the players focus in those situations. Because when you're down in that situation, when you're up by two, down by two, that's when you really got to focus. That's when it doesn't matter about your talent. It don't matter how big and strong you are or how sleek and fast you are or how accurate you can throw the ball. Well, that part might be the more important part is as situations. Can you do that same thing mm-hmm. when it counts? Basically, you know, we look at quarterbacks in the NFL. We look at Aaron Rodgers. We look at Tom Brady for, and then the big winner this, uh, this past weekend, Matt Stafford been in those situations to where we know they're great quarterbacks. They're going to have the big stats. They get paid the big money. And reason why they get those contracts, the reason why those quarterbacks are in those situations to win it's because it's a simple thing. It's the basics. They have the fundamentals mastered and they have their mental, their mental approach to the game is putting themselves in that situation sometimes before it happens. This is something I learned my freshman year at Nebraska when I met up with Dr. Dr. Jack Stark. 
and when he would, you know, sit me down, and you know, I got a little anxious and nervous before games, and I said, you know, Doc, what can I do about this? Because I know I should, I want to sleep. I make sure I want to get my rest, and I don't want to worry about this going into this game. So he said, Amon, start. He he gave me like a a bunch of tapes and DVDs to listen to to kind of help me meditate and kind of calm my nerves. But that was working on my mental. So then when I got in that situation, I already visualized it going into it. So when I was thinking about, okay, it's the first play of the game against Oklahoma, I get the ball, what I'm going to do. And so I'm visualizing picking up a first down or visualizing picking up a touchdown on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday, and it comes Saturday, if that touchdown or that first down happens, that means I already went it. I went through in my head all the blocking that my own lineman is going to do with how the defense, how the defenders are going to react to me. So I put it out there in my head. So then when I'm in the moment, I'm in the moment. Then I'm not thinking. I'm not. I'm just reacting. I'm not nervous. I'm not anxious. So once I got through that process that Dr. Stack started putting me through, by midseason, my freshman year, when I finally had the chance to start against Missouri, that game was a lot less nerve-wracking because of yep. that mental prep, not the physical prep, because the weight room is easy at that time for us as athletes, as you know, Adam. When yeah. you get to college, going in the weight room is it's something that we love. For one, we love to do because we, we know we got to be strong. We got to be fast. We got to be flexible. We got to be you know stressed out and then get our bodies recovered. So that's the easy part. The mental part is getting that mind ready. So for me, and that's, that's one thing I tell my kids or any kid I train, get the mental down. Make sure you understand where you're going to be at in that situation, how you're going to feel about yourself. Or do you have the confidence to get the win, beat the one-on-one, and do what you need to do at that moment? Talk. That's a lot of great stuff. And maybe... If- Partially answers the next question I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, but Nebraska since 2000, I believe 18 was the last time we had a thousand yard rusher in Divino Zigbo. Before that, it was 2014 with Amir Abdullah. Talk to me about why you think we haven't been able to have that back, that premier back, take the bull by the horns and be the guy. I mean, this is the University of Nebraska, you know, sometimes called running back you, D-line you, good-looking football yep. player you, and all that other good stuff. But <laughs> why haven't we been able to have that guy step up more often, okay? And there's some guys in that room this year. We got seven running backs on scholarship. How does What yep. advice would you give somebody trying to earn that starting running back job and not just be part of a running back by committee, but be the guy? How do you do that? Um, you pretty much, you put it out there. So like I, how I've coached my high school kids, I've coached high school football up in Wisconsin for 10 years and I coach running backs every time, every now and year, every now and then I will coach also run a lineman or a linebacker, excuse me. And then a few years I was a special team coordinator. So with my running backs, I would let them know up front right away. I said, look, if you're not about being physical, then this is the position not for you. This is a physical position. Let's get that. I'll just put out, put off the grimy, the truth right now. This is a a tough position. We're going to get hit from all angles. We got 11 guys on the other side of the ball that are literally trying to take you out. You know, either they're trying to keep you from getting a yard, a first down, or a touchdown. You know, and even on a play, you might just do a play action fake. They're going to push you in the back just to make sure they check you. (laughs) You know, so you got to be ready for contact. Let's just get that straight. Let's be physical first. Then after we become physical, now let's work on our technique of pass pro, of of protecting the ball, how we cover up the ball in certain situations, if it's one hand, if it's two hand, um, and how we catch the ball at the backfield, and then how we read the defense pre-snap. So we're in the quarterback, we're in the shotgun, which is a lot of formations are in for a lot of running backs now and quarterbacks. So when you're back there with the quarterback, you're also looking, surveying the defense. You're not just just waiting for your the play, to, you know, the snap to go. You're also looking where the safeties are. You're looking where your linebacker, maybe your responsibility 
moves around a little bit, see where he goes, because then you you got to listen for then the offensive line adjustment calls that come out. Maybe the quarterback says it, or maybe the guard says it. You got to hear that stuff and then know what it means. And again, be ready to go. And so having those, you know, those details is what I go over with all my running backs and, and let them know, look, in practice, this is where it starts. I want to see physicality. I want to see smart, you know, smart decisions made. I want to see you working hard. I want you to encourage your teammate, your, your other running backs that are behind you and defenders on the other side. When they make a good play, tell them, you know what? Good job. You beat me. I couldn't get that yard, but you know what? I'm coming right back. I'm going to make sure that I'm just not going to give up that easy. I'm going to make sure you work hard because I'm going to work hard and I want to get better. So that's the mentality that I put in my players as as running backs because, for one, we're football players. All football players, you, you're going to get hit. You're going to get tackled. You're going to you know, get blindsided. Something's going to happen. It's how you come back from that hit, how you come back from that fumble, how you come back from that missed assignment and get better and continue to stack those wins on top of one another. Got one last question for you. we got about a minute here, but my question is, is this the year Scott Frost gets it turned around for Husker football? Um, the way I look at it this year, I believe it is. Because what I've seen last year for all those games, it's probably, what, six games of the nine losses that they had that were, like I said, three points or, or six points or less. Those six games, now you can have that on tape. And then when that game comes up during the season, this coming season, it's now it's a reminder. Remember how this game ended last year. Show them the end of the Michigan game. Show them the end of the Ohio State game. Now, what are we going to do next? You know, what What could we done then to fix that problem? You know, show them those scenarios so they could think it through. And then when it comes to the physical, when that game comes up, when they're playing against Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio State, the big teams in the Big Ten that they have a problem with winning, then it'll be just, like I said, that visualization and to be there. Then they'll believe and know because they're starting to – they believe now. But yep. now it's just now get a little bit focused, a little bit more um, tighter with the concentration to make sure they get the win. It's funny – the of the nine losses, specifically seven of them, I'm sorry, eight of them were by one possession or less. All nine of them were by single digits. That's just crazy to me. All right, That's man. so frustrating. Oh, it's it's encouraging, but yeah, nauseatingly frustrating. Yep. Oh, insanely frustrating. All right, man, I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, Husker Nation, go big red and always remember, throw the bug.